let's say you wanted to start a business, but you have a belief that says, well, I need a whole bunch of money to start a business and I don't have money, so I'm stuck. We look at those patterns to see what's getting in the way. Pattern of your beliefs, how are they contradicting your desires? How are they interfering with your ability to get what you want? In this episode of the Voltura Game Show Podcast, you will discover the get it done mindset, powerful questions, overcoming self-limiting beliefs. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to another episode on the Voltura Game Show. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times so that the audience, you, can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new and interactive way. This is episode 7 and today our guest is Kim Ades. Kim Ades is the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and General Energy Software. Author, speaker, entrepreneur, coach and moms of five, Kim has more than 15 years of experience coaching many of North America's most respected leaders. Recognized as an expert in the area of thought mastery and mental toughness, Kim uses her unique philosophy and quirky coaching style to help her clients deal with the core issues and shift their thinking in order to yield extraordinary results. Thank you for being here, Kim. Thank you for having me. This should be a lot of fun. Yes, it will be. And I'm curious, Kim, like, what, what brings you here? What are you curious to discover? What makes you excited to join this experience? Well, I like the idea of playing a game. I, I think that games that engage people, that um, get them involved, always drive a different level of learning. So I'm interested to see how this game works out. If I can use this game with my family. I want to see if I could use this game with my coaches. Could be a lot of fun. Okay, good. Thank you. So let's see. So this is the game, Kim. And basically... Hey, psst, one second. Before we start the show, I have a small request for you. Could you please write us a review on Apple iTunes? This will help us to improve the experience and to reach more people. And also, if you want to be part of an exclusive group, go to voltura.co slash podcast or just Google Voltura Podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's start the show. And basically, uh, I'm, I'm going, we're going to start the game by rolling the dice. So I'm going to roll the dice and you please tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay, so it's two. So I see some umbrellas, some relaxing chairs, and it looks like a beach. Mm-hmm. Looks like a beach. Yeah, the sun is shining. The sky is clear. I, I think it's a sunset. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, how, it, and how does this image make you feel? Relaxed. It makes me feel like there's a lot of air around me. Like I can breathe. You know, there's like, it's mm. breezy. So I, I think that sometimes you need that air, like that feeling of, of breeziness to feel a sense of expansion. Like the world is wide. The world is large. The elements serve us, you know, and it brings us back to some of the very fundamental basics, you know, just being able to breathe, to have air around us, uh, brings a sense of calm, sense of relaxation, sense of um, increased awareness, but also reduces like all the chaos, all the anxiety, all the stuff that we have to pay attention to mm -hmm. and reminds us to just get back to the basics. 
Okay. And how does how is this related with like your spirituality? Like what does yeah, for, spirituality? Yeah, it's a, it's exactly that. Like for me, you know, if I uh, go for a walk in the morning and I go outside, it's that fresh air that I'm looking for. It's the feeling of the weather on my skin. Like the other day I went, it was raining. Um, it was fantastic, right? Like, you know, most people don't like to go out in the rain, but I like to feel the different temperatures and feel like at the end of the day, like the weather continues day in and day out, right? It's a constant. I mean, it's not constantly sunny, but there's always going to be a weather, right? There's always going to be that. There's always going to be an outdoors. There's always going to be, you know, the feeling of being outside and expansion. And it gives you sense of calm just to have that unencumbered feeling like you're just out there you're outdoors and it feels freeing to me mm. so what i'm hearing is about um the sense of uh, relaxation come more like peace like the inner peace this is what like um, what i'm hearing like you you were talking about like when you went out and like, you felt this inner peace and calming yourself exactly exactly mm. okay good is it your turn now we are asking, so the next step is questions. Okay. So every player will ask you one question regarding to what you said. So I'm going to ask you a question. And my question is, when, when you know, things are happening in life, right? And sometimes it's, um, it's not all the time like the calm, relaxed, and the inner peace. So what are you doing um, to bring this back? So let's say when in the worst case scenario, what are you doing to bring this calm and the inner peace back? So for me, you know, like when I don't feel calm, I have a lot of chatter in my head. I have conversations in my head. I have scenarios in my head and I'm playing them over and over and over again in my mind. Hmm. And one of the things that really, really helps me is that I journal. So I, um, you know, one of the things we do in my coaching business is we ask our clients to journal, but I journal too. So I go to the, to my journal, my computer, and I just write what's going on and I write it all out. Like I express myself, I empty it out, out of my brain and onto the paper. But then part of my journaling practice is to say, okay, so like I'm finished expressing myself. I'm finished dumping it all out. Now I want to point myself in a better direction. So where am I going? How do I want to feel? What are some solutions? Um, You know, like, so I have an expression, it's called dump, dump, and then dump the dump. In other words, you get it all out, but then you're done and you're stopping to do all that dumping. And it's literally a moment where you're turning yourself around. You're turning yourself towards what you would rather have, what makes you feel better, some options, some solutions, some way of looking at things that creates a bit of a lighter feeling. So that's what I do. I journal. And that's help you. That helps you basically to reflect on what I'm hearing is like what worked, what didn't work, and what you can you know turn around so the situation will work in your favor. Well, sometimes it's tactical like that, right? Like you're making decisions. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't. But sometimes it's like, man, I just feel lousy, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not even sure why. I just feel down. And so then the part of journaling is being able to express how you feel but take those feelings outside of your body and then say well how do you want to feel like where do you want to go and what could get you there 
Okay, right? so. Like, or maybe what's good and feeling a little bit of gratitude or reflecting on the actual, you know, the life you live and all the things that are working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that helps you to, to clear yourself and to clear your, your thoughts to not have this like everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 So you've done your, um, your task game and I'll proceed to the next player, which is me. Let's see. Four. Okay. Oh. Let's see. All right. Guess what? I'm going to be the wrestler. <laughs> ah. So it says, put your hair in a bun and act like you're a sumo wrestler. I think it's the second time when I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> like I did in the second episode or something. Okay. Um, okay. I don't Do you have, have what hair, you need to put your hair in a bun? Well, I'm I'm mimicking like I'm putting my hair in a bun. Like, uh huh. Okay. And I remember like in the second episode I said about the taka, you know, the, <laughs> like the the sword, like go to go and fight, <laughs> and yeah, that was, that was it. Um, okay, questions. <laughs> questions. You look pretty fit. What do you usually do for exercise? Uh, okay. So that's an interesting um, thing. Well, actually, with this coronavirus, I don't do any more, um, you know, going to gym or something like that. But I um, actually I'm not doing anything. But what I discovered is that <laughs> I've studied. I've studied. Um, I don't know if you heard about Ayurveda. You heard about Ayurveda? Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm really interested in this Ayurveda and how this works. And I realized that my um, but describe it for people who are listening who don't know what it is. Sure, perfect. Thank you for doing that. Uh, yeah, so Ayurveda, um, well, for me, what, what I saw that is is um, an old, um, it's more on the nutrition part. It, I think it was Indians or Tibetan, like very, very old. That, um, yeah, Tibetan. It was Tibetan, right? I, I think, yeah, I think Tibetan. Anyway, uh, a nutrition system basically uh, you look at and there are three types of energy pita vata and kapha and let's say associated with air earth and fire pita would be mm-hmm. fire um, kapha would be earth and um, vata will be air and basically all of these are you know everywhere even inside our body in, in food in, in everything so uh, each and every one of us have a specific configuration for example mine is pita vata and when you discover which type of, um, uh, these are called dosha. Um, when you discover which type of dosha you, you are, you can understand how you can eat correctly, how you can nurture your body. So then you, your mind um, will work at, let's say, high parameters, right? This mm-hmm. is how I see it for me. So mm-hmm. um, and on the same time, you nurture your body and you take care of your health. So in my case, pita vata means that I normally do not um, put weight right so my body has uh, this fire this continuous fire so it's hard for me to actually put weight uh, you have a high metabolism yeah i'm a high metabolism exactly mm-hmm. and um and yeah that's that's that was the answer actually because i have this pita vata it's hard for me to put weight so i'm more like uh, the skinny muscular type. i really can't relate to that <laughs> Well, what I see based on, on your uh, physical appearance is that more you are more like kapha vata. So you are more um, the, the other side of the coin. For you, it's, totally the other side yeah. of the coin. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's not like a, it's a weakness or something. It's how the body is designed. But the thing is, like uh, Kafa, for example, is really good at uh, endurance, right? And really good at like um, keeping the pace on. So you're really good at like Kafa is the earth, right? So it's about resistance, about in, in endurance. So not only um, food, but also like things in like, like stress or something like that. You're really good mm -hmm. at like dealing with this. So that's that's so the stamina the strength the stamina yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh i think i answered the question right <laughs> yeah okay it's my turn again yes tell me when to stop stop okay huh two again again you want you want one more like my no most. it's okay it's okay let's my do most. it okay so so it's again the, the image. Yep. So can you read it? Yes. So again, how does, does this image, yeah, how does this image make you feel? Connect the feeling with the pointed area on the wheel. So again, describe the audience, uh, Kim, please. What, uh, what, what do you see? What do I see? I see a tricycle, a red uh, tricycle for a little child. And what it makes me feel is very excited to have grandchildren mm. one day. <laughs> okay good so excitement yeah let's print the wheel stop oh again again spirituality <laughs> this, is, this is a spiritual uh, podcast <laughs> yeah apparently so i mean for me um i you know i really look forward to having grandchildren one day i love children and I feel like uh, not a sense of completion, but a, definitely a sense of purpose in building a relationship with my grandchildren and um, loving them and playing with them and having fun with them and being there for them when they're struggling with their parents. And uh, I just feel like having grandchildren will be a huge, huge source of joy and fulfillment for me like there's no question about that Good. so questions hmm. um, talking about excitement and the feeling that um, the image created um what would you say like let's say in 10 years or 15 years to your grandchildren um, to, to keep the excitement alive in their life, what they should do. To, what they should do. So, I, I mean, being a coach, a lot of people ask me the question, what should I do? And mm -hmm. I always say, what you do isn't important. What you think is more important. So why? Because first we think, then we do right? The doing follows. First, mm -hmm. first we have thoughts and then we take action. And so for me, I don't think anything will change in 15 years. I think I'll have the same conversation with my grandchildren and really say, so how are you thinking about this? And help them think in ways that allow them to feel excited, allow them to be optimistic, allow them to look forward, allow them to bounce back when something bad or some kind of adversity has occurred in their lives. So for me, it's helping them think in ways that propel them to move forward, to build great relationships, to feel confident, to become independent, to make great decisions, that kind of thing. 
So that's, that's what it's all about. It's really spending time to hear them, spending time to see how they feel and see what they think and see how they process some of the experiences they have and then helping them to see it maybe a little bit differently so that they can grow faster, not in terms of getting old faster, but recover more quickly from some of the hard stuff in life. Mm. So it's all about basically the mindset, the, the thoughts and what are you thinking here? Right? What, the way I think it was the, if you change the way you think, if you change the way you look at things, the, the things you look at change. I think that was a, that was a quote. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's correct. Mm. And it's teaching them, it's teaching them to really have the muscle to um, bounce back from adversity, the muscle to look forward, the muscle to manage their emotional state, right? That's mm-hmm. what we're really trying to help them do if they, if they let me. And another question that I have here is you said about uh, like the clients and what is actually I'm wondering like what is one um, based in all of you know these 15 years that you've done coaching or you open this business what is um, I believe there is a pattern right in in the clients and in everyone that comes to you there is a pattern like they want this something what is it and um, what's missing for them to fulfill that pattern So, uh, you know, the word pattern is interesting because for me, I see people having a lot of patterns. And usually when we look at patterns, we look at patterns of thought, patterns of behavior, patterns of belief, patterns of experiences, right? Mm -hmm. And and very often all of that comes together uh, to form a person's view of the world, a person's perspective. So what I find is that when somebody wants something, and they're having trouble getting it, we look at those patterns to see what's getting in the way. So for example, how are your beliefs, the pattern of your beliefs, how are they contradicting your desires? How are they interfering with your ability to get what you want? So for example, let's say you wanted to start a business, but you have a belief that says, well, I need a whole bunch of money to start a business and I don't have money, so I'm stuck. Well, that belief will prevent you from taking action. And that's what needs to be addressed. So when we coach people, we want to look for the beliefs that are preventing them from taking actions that will lead to their goals and their desires. We want to find them and we want to challenge them and we want to help them work through those beliefs, those patterns that keep them stuck. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can totally see that. Like I'm also experiencing my clients, they, they say, oh, I, I don't think I can do this. And then we're trying to challenge this. Like, Have you tried this in the past? Yeah. It work? No. Well, well, at least you can done. You can, you've done this already, so you can do it. It's just like you need to change the way you you look at things, right? The, or the way you do right. things. Right. Right. But yeah. and and here's the thing: if if they say I can't do it, and you say yes, you can, they won't necessarily believe you, mm-hmm. right? So something has to take place in order for them to buy a new belief. Right. Mm. So something has to take place. And that's the process that we engage them in is that process of helping them trade up one belief for another one that's more useful and more consistent, more aligned with their goals. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Kim. Uh, Last card. Oh, it's me. Okay. Your turn. Let's see. Four again. Okay. So. Wow. 
Oh, okay. That's the <laughs> the card. It says for 10 seconds make a sad face. Keep your shoulders down and look down. Then for another 10 seconds put your chest forward, look up and smile. Okay. So Okay. <laughs> you're going to count Kim? <laughs> so sure, at, least, at least the audience will know. So I count out loud or in my head? You can, yeah, count out loud. The audience. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay, go. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So, how did that feel? That was an experience. Um, yeah, it felt different. Like I, I did it. I think on the third podcast, I had the same card, and I felt, um, I felt something different. It was more related with business. Now it was like, oh, am I doing this right? Am I not doing this right? It was like, where the hell, <laughs> where this, where these thoughts are coming? You know, it was funny. Uh-huh. And then it was like I had these racing thoughts, like as as you explained before, and I was like, no, no, clearly, it's like, just be be with this, and. Um, I think that was related with like when I looked down because when I look down, I'm like sometimes trying to overthink so much when I look down, you know, like I'm sad or something. I just try to overthink so many, so many scenarios or like what if, what if, what if. But when I look up and like I, I smile and I put my chest forward, like everything disappeared. I was like, what, what happened? <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. So what you're saying is that the way you walk and hold yourself will have an impact on your mood. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. called uh, neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, the way your body um, works is that it actually influences your emotion and your, your physical being. So if you change your body, you can change your emotions. And it's proven scientific. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, questions? <laughs> you can ask me. Oh, okay. So, so... Uh, in the recent past, have you found yourself feeling like down? Mm-hmm. And what caused that feeling? Yeah, like four months ago when the coronavirus started. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, as I said in, in the other episodes, like um, the game is normally a, a real board game, right? It's, it's a physical product. So before yeah. the coronavirus, we were doing events and we were successfully founded on Kickstarter, so the business worked. Now, after the coronavirus, everything got shut down because most it was offline. So we tried mm-hmm. to put it online, and we tried everything from Facebook ads, Google ads, website. You count them, yeah. It didn't work, and uh, yeah, of course, I fell down, and I was like, "What should we do now? What should we do? What should we do?" You know, um, we can't wait till coronavirus will disappear, or, right? But whatever. So, yeah, I fell down a lot, a lot of times, and that impacted, you know, all of these six areas of, like, family, uh, money, of course, health, love, my romantic uh, relationship, right, friendship and spirituality, like, the relationship with myself, and, like, how I think about God or universe, or they did this on purpose just to sabotage, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And so how did you recover? How did you get out of that feeling? I just changed the way I look at things and my thoughts and my mindset. I, I, I said, okay, um, in, instead of looking at why things are happening to me, like as a drama or as a victim, I look at 
okay, why things are happening to me? What's the lesson behind? What's, what needs to be changed? What needs to, to be uh, improved to go to the next level? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how the podcast was created. I was like, instead of um, looking at... Um, because my, my, my purpose and Voltura's purpose is to expand human greatness and human potential. So mm-hmm. instead of looking at how we can promote the product, we look at how we can promote this, the message. So this is how the, prod, the podcast was created. We want to create a new experience, a new fun and different experience. It's interesting. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and um, how's the podcast going? Am I allowed two questions? <laughs> yes, definitely. Come on. It's good. Um, so yeah, we are right now, as I said, this is the seventh episode. And... Uh, uh-huh. Um, we just launched, so today is 5th of June, and we've launched it, I think, on 3rd of June. And okay. Yeah, people are starting to interact really, really good. We have, like, a couple dozens of downloads. And okay. We're looking forward. Like, there are more uh, more people to come. I think there are, I think, 10 more people at this moment that uh, needs to come on the next week. So, things okay. are going. And I like, I like to see um, that... Besides, you know, the, the guests uh, are finding this fun and interactive and new. Uh, also, the audience find this useful. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why we're here. And are you selling a virtual version of your game? Uh, we are thinking to develop this as an app. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. we have yeah. only this that you see right now as a small PowerPoint application. right? But yeah, in the future, we will do that. Interesting. Good. Okay, so what okay. happens now? So now we completed the game with the acknowledgement card. Okay, Kim, so now everyone will acknowledge you. That's me. <laughs> I mean, audience can also acknowledge for something that you have done in this round. Okay, so I want to acknowledge you for um, for your listening and for your ability to... Um, um, what I saw is that your commitment to actually look at not doing, but more like a being side, yeah, the thoughts and 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 behavior in the end, because these these two are related. So I acknowledge you for the way you you see things, and um, your commitment to to put people in the place of in a place of responsibility rather than like victim of circumstance. So I see I see that in you, and I see that um, you're committed to that. You're committed to empower people to fulfill whatever they want to fulfill and to break that pattern. Thank you. So now I can acknowledge you. You can. So I want to acknowledge you not only for creating the game, but for finding a way forward, even when the world stopped for you. So for demonstrating resilience, for creating this podcast, for creating an online version of the game that we could play right here. So way to go. Talk about, um, creativity and entrepreneurship and you know what i acknowledge you for that thank you thank you i got it and yes that's that's something important like to to learn to like as, as we said in this podcast learn to see everything as an opportunity and to tweak the the scenario and use the creativity everyone is creative and everyone has their own spark of uh, creativity and, and of inspiration they just need to Music. Yeah. Good. 
Congratulations, Kim. You have finished the game. Thank you for playing the Voltura game. My pleasure. It was fun to play. So I'm actually curious, like, how was the experience for you, like, based on before and after? How, how was the, the experience? Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. I think it gets people uh, to know each other. It gets you to ask and think of interesting questions. Um, I think it helps you answer interesting questions that maybe some people haven't thought of before. I do a lot of work in this area, so I do think a lot about these questions already, but I don't think everybody does. And I think that, uh, I think it's a, it's a great way for families, friends, companies, teams to really get to know each other. I think it's a, it's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you. And I got that, uh, that you find it interesting and also interactive. And yeah. yeah. It works. And it works with, with everyone as long as they, they are open to it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. So now, Kim, I would like to ask you a question, okay, for our audience. Actually, there are three questions. <laughs> so what is one successful mindset that you had, one successful behavior, and one aspect in your lifestyle that made you who you are now? Okay, so one successful mindset. For me, um, I think uh, my, you know, the mindset that I hold is to try to be as present as possible in every moment. So when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. When I'm with my clients, I'm with my clients. When I'm here with you, I'm here with you. So I try my very best to focus on where I am. So not multitasking, not turning my attention elsewhere, but just really, really being present. So that's number one. What was the second question? Behavior. Maybe mm -hmm. that is a behavior. But um, the, the second thing is behavior. One of the things that I try to do as much as possible is um, focus on what I want instead of what I don't want. So, mm -hmm. for example, um, you know, it, it could be that, again, I have a lot of kids, so in their home lately, so that's what's on my mind. But I could see, for example, if they leave a mess. I won't say don't leave a mess. I'll say, you know, let's clean up. So I focus on what I want as much as possible. And it's not always easy because you always have to remember to focus on what you want. It's easy for people to get into a state where they are seeing what they don't want and they're upset about what they see and they focus on that aspect. So one of the things I try to do is see what I don't like and say, but what would I rather have and move in that direction? And last but not least, lifestyle. Um, I, I think to the greatest extent possible, I really try to practice what I believe in. And so I do journal. I do um, you know, try to bounce back from adversity quickly. I do try to have a perspective in my life that when I fail or like, for example, you said before, um, you know, why did this happen to me? And my question is, why did this happen for me, right? So like, what's in it for me? What's the opportunity? Yeah. What, is this, what is this bringing me to that is interesting and allows me to grow, allows me to learn? What is this for? Assuming that it's for a positive reason. So that's something I think is always there with me. Okay. Yeah, so what I'm hearing is that your mindset is totally focused on... Um, 
let's say, is an abundance mindset instead of like scarcity, like, um, like instead of like, oh, what I don't have, like what I have, what I can do, what needs to be done, focus on the result, like as you said, with your kids, like, oh, don't do this instead of, I mean, to, to not say don't do this, to say like, do this, like, let's clean the room instead of like, oh, the room is dirty. And, right, uh, exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's actually really powerful in, in everything. I mean, business, you know, I'm human. Yeah. I'm, I'm human, right? I'm not yeah. always, I'm not always exactly perfect, but I try my best. You know, I try yeah. to have a sense of awareness, and uh, you know, I, tr- I try, I try to move in that direction as often as I possibly can. Yeah, and also being present. Like, I think a lot of people right now are looking for this flow state. You know, like everywhere on Google, you can see how can I be in this flow, 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 and like you just say right now, and just like being with the other person being in the moment and being with whatever I'm doing, which is actually just lost. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Thank you. Anything else you want to say, Kim, before we complete? Uh, so how do people find your game if they want to buy it? Oh yeah. So um, <laughs> we have our, <laughs> okay. That's, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the people can find the game on our website, voltura.co. It's anyway in the description. And um, yeah, this is the, uh, we, we didn't put it on Amazon yet. Um, this is the only channel that they can use to, to buy our game. Before it was Kickstarter, but now it's on the website. So yeah, if they go on the Voltura.co, they can find the game there. They can contact us on Facebook or on um, LinkedIn or any social media possible. Um, and they can find the Voltura game there. Okay, now I, w- I want to ask you now, Kim, where can people find more about you? So the best place to come is frameofmindcoaching.com. Come check us out. Come schedule a complimentary coaching call. I have a podcast too. Come listen to the podcast. Just come learn more about us. We're a lot of fun. All the links are in the description below. Good. Amazing. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to this episode. This was the seventh episode of the Voltura Game Show. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you find it useful. There were a lot of insights and a lot of good information in this 30, 40 minutes podcast. And yeah, thank you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity and thank you for spending time with me. In the next episode of the Voltura Game Show, you will meet Jeremy. Jeremy is a serial entrepreneur who uses his extensive travel experience to influence his audience positively while guiding them towards being happy. See you in the next episode.